that? Why is that still going? Uh, hey, this is the the Raglan Surf Report podcast, but you probably already knew that because you don't just usually click onto something and be like, hey, I'm going to listen to this, and it's got a big question mark on it, you don't know what it is. So you already know what this is, and uh, that intro was basically redundant. But welcome anyway, and uh, first off, I'd just like to apologise to... Uh, All those people who have been requesting that I do more podcasts, Um, sorry to let you three down, Um, but I'm back, I'm back, Um, I was was too busy actually just living my life, which was sad, but still, you know, I'm back and I'm I'm happy to be back and happy to, to, um, to do these podcasts again, Um, keep all three of you um happy uh and it's i mean what is this podcast about really it's about it's about surfing and it's about it's about not taking surfing too seriously because a lot of people they take it seriously don't they and uh and those people um some of them have sticks up their bottoms um, and then some of them are just, they just take themselves too seri- you know, take themselves too seriously. And, and we don't need to be doing that. Um, because life's about enjoying it and having fun and living every day like it's a day and just being at one with the, the universe and, and fucking yoga and kale. And, and that's why I'm here to do this podcast. And that's why you're here listening to it because you like yoga and kale and surfing in the universe. Um, and, uh, and surfing, it's good. It's, I mean, it's great. It's great for the soul. It's great for the mind. It's great for the body. As long as we, we realize that it is just that that's, well, it's just a fun thing to do. It's a fun thing to do. It's a good thing to do, um, to, to get fit as well. And then to obviously get all over tan, um, and, and summer, you're not, you, well, you're not going to get all over tan in, in winter or in, in spring because, well, especially in New Zealand because you have to wear a wetsuit and you're not going to get it all over even tan because you're going to get like screw on arms or, or screw on head or, or screw on like feet. Um, but uh, in tropical areas, sure, you're going to get it all over tan and even tan. Uh, but if you're in New Zealand, uh, unfortunately not. And you do have to do things like spray tans and solariums. Like I actually know some some friends. Um, hate to say it, but they are friends who have uh, who have gone to solariums. And I, I find it weird that I even know what that's called. But um, they go to solariums to get their all over even tans, um, so that they. I don't even know why they why I don't know why people do that, but they do it. They do it, and. Uh, if you're a guy and you do that, you you also like other guys, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but you you definitely like other guys. If you go to a solarium and you're a guy, then you like other guys, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But just admit it, just be honest to yourself, and be honest to everyone else around you, and just just embrace it and own it. If you go to a solarium and you're a guy, you like other guys. Um, I'm not calling out my friends who do that, um, but you like other guys. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Um, because surfing is about accepting everyone for who they are and accepting all races, cultures, and um, all those non-binaries and um, 
all the all the the women and the men that are women and the women that are men and the and the men that aren't even men or women that there's something else and then the women that aren't men or women or something else and then they're like uh, I can yeah I don't know it's just confusing life is confusing and the time that we are living in now is also very confusing um, but yes uh, what was I talking about fucking tan lines and I got on a tangent. Do you like what I did there? It was, um, yeah, sorry about that. But uh, no, it's uh, summer's kicked in here in New Zealand. And uh, so it is good for the tans now. It's good for the tans, although we do have sun that will melt your flesh. Um, and that's because I actually don't know. I, 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 a hole in the ozone layer, it used to be because we had a hole, on, hole in the ozone layer that just sat directly over top of New Zealand. Um, um, I, I'm not sure why that is, but then I had heard recently that that's not a thing anymore. Um, we're not focusing on the hole over the ozone, la ozone layer anymore. We've got other shit that we have to worry about. Um, but New Zealand, it is, it's not always hot. We don't have the most uh, temperate climate. I don't know what that means. But um, it's usually cold here, but the sun will still fuck you up. So if you're, if you're a tourist or if you're thinking about coming to New Zealand and you're like, oh, it's, uh, it's not that hot, um, probably won't get sunburnt or need sunblock, uh, you do. You definitely do because it will fuck you up. It's, um, it's not about, get, yeah. I don't know, just, just, just be careful because the sun is hot. Uh, I walked outside before to go to my car to get something and I came back and um, uh, my arm hairs have been singed off. But uh, just, just be wary of that. But summer has kicked in and with that we have got the summer crowds. And the summer crowds are different than the winter crowds because the winter crowds, um, oh, they have... Less people, I guess. Yeah, that would be the best way to describe it. A winter crowd has less people. Summer crowd has more people. So it's like it, summer is more crowded um, with people that, uh, well, I guess they, they weren't surfers before summer, but now they are surfers because it is summer. And I, I don't blame them. It's a, Like I said, it's a great activity. It's a great pastime to be a part of. And you see in summertime, all these people want to be a part of that. They see us surfers having such a great time out there in the ocean, um, getting tanned, and they want to be a part of that as well. And I, I guess it, it's uh, something to do with the water being warm, um, being a bit hotter on land, so people want to get into the ocean. And uh, probably also like Corona advertising, how they're always advertising surfing as this like beautiful, appealing um, sport and this, this culture where we sit around drinking beer after our surf um, and, you know, sitting on a mat playing a fucking guitar and shit like that with Dave Rastovich and Stephanie Gilmore, uh, which is extremely misleading, especially in Raglan, because for a lot of people, especially people who have just started surfing, they're getting out into a crowded lineup, and there's a lot of uh, inexperience, inexperience out there. So there's fins, boards, people flying around everywhere. Uh, it's very dangerous. So most of the time when you come in from a surf in Raglan, like some people do it, but 
you're not going to be sitting on the hillside, you know, smoking a marijuana cigarette, drinking a Corona and playing ukulele with some hot fucking Swedish backpackers. You're probably more likely going to be disinfecting the wounds that you just acquired from surfing out on the points because there's barnacles. Like when you get in and out, you're going to cut your feet up. There's uh, there's fin gashes. So you might not even be on the hillside. You might just be at the A&E in Hamilton. So uh, it's it's a little bit misleading, and, and I feel like a lot of new surfers, a lot of summer surfers um, probably get a little bit disappointed because their experience isn't what they're being sold by uh, by brands like Corona or, um, fuck, I can't even think of any other ones. But you know, you know how it is. Like the Dave Rastovich fucking Byron Bay sort of, you know, that kind of fucking boho-y hipster kind of lifestyle like that, that that's not it that's not the reality of surfing unfortunately um but to all those people who who want to start surfing fucking give it a go give it a go but just be aware that it is it's uh it has the um the downside to it um but yeah raglan it's 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 crowded it's been crowded yesterday went for a surf and it was it was fun i enjoyed it um, got dropped in on a few times, which was okay. Uh, it's because I snaked every single person out there um, because I'm a local. And uh, I, I mean, you just try and get away with what you can get away with. And that's what I do. Like some people look at me and they probably think, oh, that guy's a fucking dickhead, which is understandable because I do have elements of dickheadedness to me um, because I, I paddle up the inside of everyone, I snake everyone. And uh, I can definitely understand people being a little bit pissed off about that. But if I can get away with it, I'll fucking get away with it. And now I've just realized that I'm disclosing this information out there. And if you're listening to this, fucking, I should have just kept that one under my hat. Um, But yeah, I I can be a bit of a dick, but I will get away with what I can get away with out in the surf until someone pulls me up. Um... But yesterday, yesterday was an interesting one. I filmed a dude, uh, he, I'm not sure if he was a new surfer or just uh, an inexperienced surfer. Uh, but he tried to get off the, the rocks at Manu Bay in Raglan. And if you've been to Manu Bay, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But we've got a jump rock out the back, which is a, an easy way to... Just jump straight out into the surf without getting your hair wet, if you're lucky enough to have hair, which I'm not. But it's a, it's a very easy way to get out into the surf. So this bloke, he, I'm, I'm not sure if he'd actually watched anyone try and get off it. Um, from what what it looked like, he, he hadn't. He just rocked up and he was just like, well, I'm going to get out there. Okay, so he, he didn't though. That was the thing. Uh, he got smashed by a wave. He got knocked off his feet and just absolutely just smashed by waves. But he, he was okay. He lost, um, I guess he lost two fins, uh, a lot of self-respect and a lot of confidence from it. But he was okay. He had a little bit of blood on him, but not a lot of blood. Um, it, it didn't look like he, was, he wasn't crying like a little bitch or anything. So he was fine. And I could tell that he was fine. I didn't go up to him and ask him if he was fine after that because that would have been even more embarrassing. So instead what I did was I just posted the video on, you know, social media. Uh, which, uh, it was a tricky one. I thought about it and I was like, should I, should I, should I put this out there on the, on the internet for people to see? 
um, because it is em- embarrassing for this guy. But then at the same time, it's fucking entertaining watching someone getting smashed on the rocks. It is fucking entertaining. It's, it's this, this, primal, this primal thing that we all have in, inside of us that when we see some, someone failing at some, something and someone getting hurt, like someone getting kicked in the balls, like fucking falling over drunk or something like that, it's, it's just entertaining. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint it, or, but it is. It's, it's entertaining. And, and I felt that if I didn't share this footage of this fella um, eating shit on the rocks, I felt like that was a disservice to, to this man. I, I felt like I was disrespecting him by, by not posting it. Because I, if I put myself in his shoes and I fucked up that badly uh, and someone had video footage of it, I would, I would want them to post it. Because it's great, you have to... Like for him, he had a, he obviously had a shit time, but for him to have such a shit time and for that to be so negative, there must be a positive that comes out of it. And the positive in this case was he was able to entertain a, a lot of people. Well, as many people as saw my fucking video on Instagram. But that's the thing. Like with negatives, you can get positives. So for me doing that, it was a positive thing. And also, for him, that shame and embarrassment of being, you know, posted on, on the social medias, that will probably put him off, you know, doing silly things again. Um, like, he's, he's probably going to think again, think twice about jumping off jump rock, you know, because there could be, um, you know, there could be someone filming it and putting it on the internet. And so in that case, in that instance, I've helped this guy. Because if he tried that again, and he knows that, for one, he could get injured, two, he could get humiliated uh, on the World Wide Web, uh, he's going to think twice about it and he's not going to do it. Thus, protecting himself and, you know, I basically just saved his life. I fucking saved that guy's life. Because if he did that again, he'd probably die. But he's not going to do it again because I kind of embarrassed him on the internet. So, yes, I know I am selfless and, um, yeah, I, just, I, I guess I'm just a good person, you know, doing stuff like that. Like a lot of people, like I did have comments, people saying, fucking, what a dick, man, that's, that's so, so rude, this guy's hurt himself or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, no, look at it this way, I'll fucking help this guy, okay? If it wasn't for me, you know. And not just him. Like other people will probably look at that and be like, "Well, I'm not going to go off that jump rock because that looks really dangerous." So I've actually helped people. I've saved lives. What have you done today? Fucking not that. <sighs> anyway, I just get a little bit heated about that. But yeah, it is crowded, and uh, you just got to fucking deal with that. Um, most of the locals in Raglan, we're used to it. We're used to crowds, so we just we just fucking get on with it. All right. Um. And uh, speaking of crowds, I'll tell you where we'll be crowded next month, and that is Piha for the Piha Pro. And I've talked about this before on um, on another podcast I, I previously did with a friend, uh, Craig, who's from Piha. We talked about this contest. Oh, pardon me. But yeah, that's going to be that's going to be interesting. Um, that sounded like a, a quite a negative tone that I had when I said interesting. Uh, it's mainly just because I'm a little bit confused as to how it's all going to work. 
Pihar's not a very big place. Uh, it's, it's quite small, actually. And I'm not sure if it has the infrastructure infrastructure to handle something as big as a um, 10,000 star or whatever the fuck they are uh, professional surfing event. But we will see. I guess we will see. And especially with a with a draw card um, to get a whole whole bunch more people, there'll be a hell of a lot of people there. I mean, there already would be, but after today's announcement, I, I think there'll be probably double, double. Because Kelly Slater, my, my good friend Kelly Slater, just announced that uh, he will be competing in that event. And uh, so, I mean, when you get someone as established as, as Kelly Slater, the boat, the best of all time, coming to an event like that, it's, I mean, it's got to double the crowd at least because people who don't even know what surfing is, they know who Kelly Slater is probably. Um, he's the Michael Jordan of surfing. He's the Andre Agassi. He's the, he's the Michael Schumacher. He's the fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme of surfing. And, and people know him. His name is synonymous with surfing. Kelly Slater is surfing. And he's also a very good friend of mine because he liked my Instagram photo. But he is he is surfing. He's the draw card. He's going to get people. He's going to get bums on seats. Except there won't be seats. It'll just be like sand and grass. But that's what Kelly Slater will do for that event. And he's my friend because he liked my thing on Instagram. But it's... I don't know. It'll, it'll be cool to see him. I've never actually... No, I have seen him surf before. I've never seen him compete before, even though we're friends. But I've never seen him compete in an event. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, and uh, it, it'll be cool. Oh, I'm just hoping that one of our local guys, like maybe Billy or Ricardo or Elliot or Kehu, but not me because I'm not in the event, hopefully one of them can match up against him. And I know... Billy, Billy surfed against him 2011 at Margaret River and fucking smoked him. He didn't smoke him, but he beat him. You know, it just sounds way better if I said that he smoked him. Uh, so hopefully they can get a rematch. And um, if they do, I've got my money on Billy. Um, mainly because he's my mate. But, uh, well, fuck, Slade is my mate too. But I'm just probably a little bit closer with Billy. But um, Billy's actually been surfing fucking phenomenally lately. So uh, I've got my money on him. But um, yeah, like I said, I won't be in it. I did try to finagle my way into the event. Um, I had tried previously to... to uh, I wouldn't say... I'd, it wasn't blackmailing. Uh, it wasn't blackmail. It wasn't extortion. I mean, I guess it was kind of attempted extortion or blackmailing. Um, I, I kind of threatened to, uh, release, um, unseen footage of a high-ranking WSL footage doing cocaine in the bathroom of a Gold Coast nightclub during the Quicksilver Pro last year, but that was, that wasn't real. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure if you've seen any of the stuff that I do, but a, a lot of it isn't actually, well, it's not actually real, um... But this 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 also wasn't real. But it could have been real. But it wasn't real. Uh, but I did I did threaten to to um, release this footage, and I didn't have any footage. Um, that's not to say that there wasn't a high ranking WSL foot, um, WSL official doing cocaine in the bathrooms of a Gold Coast nightclub last year at the 
Quicksilver Pro because if I guarantee you there would have been, and if it wasn't last year, it was a year before or the year before or whatever. But there, you know, it's it happened. So what I was trying to do was I was trying to um, uh, light the grass on fire to get the snakes out. Um, that's actually that's not. Uh, that's not very appropriate considering what happened in Australia the last couple of months. Uh, apologies for that. But no, what I was trying to do was trying to, you know, get that, that person, whoever it was, to come forward and say, hey, Luke, I got you into the event. I got you a wild card. Uh, but that didn't happen because um, I guess they probably saw through it or realized that, you know, most of the stuff I do is absolute fucking bullshit. So that didn't work. Uh, so the the next thing I did was I I tried to get in the trials by messaging Ben who who's, uh does surfing New Zealand he's like the head or or whatever like the main dude at surfing New Zealand I messaged him and I said hey uh, any chance of getting a spot in the trials and he said no um, so that didn't work either so I'm not sure what I'm going to do next I had this idea of um, if you're familiar with the 1995 Rugby World Cup, uh, it was in South Africa. And so the entire New Zealand football team, uh, what are they called, fucking All Blacks, they were poisoned. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. I've, I've actually gone too far now. Uh, I'll edit that bit out. Uh, but yeah, I, I, there'll be other ways that I can try and um, get into the event. But for now, not, 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 not that happy about it. But I guess I haven't done many surfing events because I, I don't really compete often. So it's understandable that I'm not in there because I, I probably wouldn't even do well anyway. I just kind of... I kind of wanted to get in there just to just to be a part of it. I just wanted to be part of something, you know. It's, I'm just a fucking bit of an outcast, really. I just wanted to be part of something like that. And I mean, even if it was just like an honorary invite where I can't even go in the in the event, you know. WSL, just if you listen to this, just just like just, just or a competitor pass, like just a competitor pass. Um, if anyone's got a spare one, just you know, oh, I don't know. It's just sad, man. It's just sad. It's like the biggest surfing event there's ever been in New Zealand. I've got no affiliation to it whatsoever, and I'm just, I'm a little bit upset about that. But then at the same time, I just like I don't care. But I'm just saying that I don't care because I'm really upset. And I don't want to seem like I'm upset, but I am upset about it. But I'm just, I'm gonna turn up anyway. I'm gonna go there, and I'm gonna have a fucking microphone. I'm gonna have a camera, and I'm gonna. Fucking, I'm going to get right in people's faces, going to get right up in their grill, uh, and just, uh, fuck, I don't know, I'll probably just drink beers on the beach, to tell the honest truth, um, but I'm looking forward to it, uh, I'm, yeah, I don't know, it'll be fun, it'll be It'll be a good week, it'll be a good week, um, the Pihar locals won't be too stoked about it, they won't be having a good week, talk to some of them, they weren't stoked, uh, but it'll be cool, um, it'll be a great, great opportunity for New Zealanders, to get their get their eyes firsthand on some of these amazing surfers like uh, Wiggly Dantes and um, Kai Hing and maybe Mitch Cruz, Stewie Kennedy, Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater will be there. John John oh John John Florence. He unfortunately won't be there. 
he because he just lost his sponsor Hurley. So I'm not sure if he has the funds to get to New Zealand. Um, I mean, he should do. He's been making what three, four, four million dollars a year for the past five years. So you'd hope that he he would have saved some up. Um, but you never know with these professional athletes. Like he might he might just be the Alan Iverson of surfing. And if you're not familiar with who Alan Iverson is, he is uh, an NBA Hall of Famer, and he. Oh, he spent all his money on chains and hookers and stuff. But uh, John John, he won't be there. Um, he, that, that was part of the big old Hurley fucking uh, Hurley chops. How Hurley just chopped just chopped off their team. They were just like, hey, you guys, boom, chop, gone, see us. And uh, apparently there's been a little bit more of that going on. Uh, the, the dominoes have fallen. I'm not sure if that's a saying, but the domi- something to do with dominoes, and now Rip Curl, they're just like chop, 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 slicing up their team. They got rid of the girl with the bum. Uh, I'm aware all girls have bums, but the girl with the nice bum, Alana Blanchard, she got the old big old chop, chop, snip, snip, and she's gone, as well as uh, Maddie Wilkinson, who was he was, I mean, he's a he's a great surfer. He's got a great personality, um, but I guess Rip Curl just um, don't find him uh, valuable enough to their brand. So they chop, chop, chop. He got chopped, and um, who else? Oh, Taj, that was a big one. But LeBon gave him snip, snip, chop, chop. He was gone too. So I'm not sure if that was because he is kind of. Not on tour anymore. He hasn't been on tour for a while. But then they've got Oki. But, yeah, Taj and Oki. Oki's pretty iconic. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's some of the negative stuff that's been going on in the surf industry. Uh, so I thought I'd kind of, like, look at the positives. Like, I'm still sponsored, which is fucking classic. Like, I'm 36 years old. I don't do comps. I don't get photos or anything. And I'm fucking sponsored. It's it's honestly it's brilliant, um, like I mean you probably if you listen to this you probably don't know what it's like to be sponsored. I tell you what, it's pretty fucking cool though. Like every now and then you'll just like get this box of shit turn up at your door, and it's just like free stuff. You haven't paid for it at all. Like you've barely fucking done anything for it, and it, it's free. It's like you're you're waiting for you know like someone to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, mate, that'll be fucking $683. And it's like, no one does that because it's free. You didn't pay anything for it. So, um, yeah, I'd like to shout out to my sponsors, Volcom. Thanks. Fucking always uh, hooking me up head to toe in the freshest threads and uh, and wetsuits as well. And no, you can't buy the wetsuits. Um, so you'll have to steal one off me, but please don't do that. Uh, and also Otis sunglasses. Fucking get sunglasses for free. It's fucking epic. Do you, how much do you think I pay for a pair of sunglasses? Yeah, zero dollars, nothing, because they're free. Um, and then Sticky Johnson, they give me wax. You know, wax isn't expensive, but hey, it's free. And uh, and then who else have I got? Maverick, Maverick surfboards. Oh, what? Free surfboards? Yes, okay, thank you. Fuck, it's honestly, it's brilliant. And most of you will never know what that's like, but I do. I do because I'm kind of a mediocre surfer who's still managed to like you know hang on to just just this just tiny just a fucking tiny little bit of relevancy in New Zealand surfing, and and I still get shit for free. It's 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 honestly it's amazing. 
Um, but yeah, so so that's a positive. That's um, you know, some people are still sponsored. Uh, another positive that's been happening in the New Zealand surfing industry. Uh, Sticky Johnson, they have recently just sponsored half of New Zealand surfers. So um, congrats to all those people. Um, it's it's good to see that there is a, a brand like that who is actually giving back and putting something back into surfing, although probably not making a lot of money because of giving all of their wax away. But uh, shout out to Steve. Um, obviously, thanks for sponsoring me. Um what else? Uh, other people who are getting stuff for free. Uh, my mate Leon, he 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 doesn't get stuff for free, but he steals my fins all the time, which is fucking annoying. Um, he stole my McFanning larges six years ago, so he hasn't given those back. But um, I guess that, that I mean it's not sponsorship, but it's still free surf product. So yeah, I guess I guess that's another positive thing. Um, and what else was there? Ella Williams. Ella Williams, past New Zealand champ, New Zealand circuit champ, uh, past world junior champion. Uh, she recently got a, a free Audi. Free fucking, a whole car. A whole car. So that that's pretty impressive. Um, I'm not sure how that that works in terms of does she get to keep the car? Is it is it like... Is it like a lease? Is it like a is it a discounted car? Is it like a, a second where it's just the brakes don't really work and it's got no carburetor? I don't really know how that works, but she she got a free Audi, which is fucking awesome. And uh, I'm 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 not sure yeah how the what the the payoff is for Audi. I guess she just does a bunch of Instagrammy stuff and just does like smiles and says, hey fucking here's me fucking sick Audi. And uh, and buy Audi, because um, you look at it like that. Okay, she's she's on Instagram. She's got a bunch of followers and stuff, and she's trying to slang cars to. I guess her her demographic is probably eleven year old girls, right? Eleven year old girls who look up to her and they're inspired and they're like, oh, she's this inspirational surfer. Um, She's like past world, world titles and fucking blah blah blah. And th- these kids are eleven, and they're just like, "Oh shit!" It's, I just real, I'm really inspired by her. I look up to her. I want to buy an Audi, you know. But these are eleven year old kids, um, so I'm not sure how that works. I guess you know, a kid could be like, "Hey, mum, dad, buy an Audi." Um, you know, that, that doesn't really fly when an eleven year old's telling their parents to buy an Audi. But I'm not sure how that works. Uh, but I, I guess she's she's got that going. She's oh she's also the, in the Olympics, so you know Olympians. A lot of Olympians have cars, and then they'll have like it'll be sign written on the on the side saying uh, blah 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 proudly supports um, Olympian, and then it has has the Olympian's name. And uh, another Olympian, um, Billy Stearmond, he he's got a car too. He's got a car uh, for sale. It's a 1997 Subaru Impreza, done about 370 on the clock. Still kind of runs, doesn't have a warrant of fitness or a rego, but it, it does still go. Uh, so he's got that for sale at the moment. 800 bucks, I think he's looking for. Um, 800 bucks or 850, he'll drive it into Hamilton and drop it off. Um, but so if, if there's anyone in Raglan, 
or or like a tourist if they're looking for like a kind of a freedom camping sort of option it's it's not really it's not big you can you can sleep in it you can sleep in it uh, but it's not very big but so if there's anyone in the Raglan area um, who needs a car for a bit of a run runabout like preferably on closed ro- roads or farms because like I said it's not really roadworthy um, so if there's anyone looking for something like that uh, hit bill up I think 800 bucks it was 800 bucks or eight eight fifty and he'll drop it off in Hamilton um, but then you have to pay if he gets caught by the cops then you have to pay his fines for his red and shit but um, yeah, hit him up. It's it's a it's a pretty sweet car. The tires, like three of them, are sweet. The other one's just the space saver. Um, the window wipers are all good. No cracks in most of the windscreen, windshields, windows. Uh, fits three boards. Three boards. One person sleeping. Two people sleeping. One board. Um, it's a good deal. It's a good deal, and it still goes. So yeah. Um, so hit him. Hit, hit him up. Uh, and um, that's about it. I'm just going to leave it at that because hopefully that's just kind of a good way to end it, good positive way to end it by helping my mate Billy out try and sell his fucking car. So uh, cheers. I'll see you next time. Or not see you, but you know what I mean. Just listen to my voice.